content warning. We have fun and laugh a lot during the process of making this podcast, but some of the movies we watch have adult situations. That means we may use language that isn't suitable for children, as well as topics that could be triggering for some. We want you to enjoy our podcast, and that means taking care of yourself and feeling safe. Thanks for listening. Welcome to hi. another episode. Uh, hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, we haven't stopped. We were refusing to stop. We're going to keep going and uh, you're welcome. Just Cannot stop, will not stop. <laughs> as the saying goes. Um, I'm Z. I'm Keith. And we're doing a podcast about... And together we're... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw my phone accidentally. It was you caught it though. You caught it. You absolutely. It was did. so close. You Folks. did. I just watched your hand just like jerk, and it went flying. But the other hand caught it, so that's the other did. hand jerked in response. <laughs> it's one of the you do yeah Newtonian laws of physics. You have a you have a very um in uh, a knack for. I have a lifetime of being clumsy <laughs> that I've developed. <laughs> I will, I will, just because um, it's my favorite story to tell. Oh boy. I'll tell the story of <laughs> when I went to see you um, at work when jobs were a thing. Um, and you were, it was Halloween. <laughs> So you were dressed. Oh, right. You were dressed as Captain Kirk. Oh God, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this. You're dressed as Captain Kirk, and you're holding. Real, <laughs> just to clarify, I wasn't specifically dressed as Kirk. I just had an original series era <sighs> gold uniform shirt. That was that's the fine. extent I, of the costume. That's fine, but I will call you dressed as Kirk because I think that's what you look like. Anyway. <laughs> You had a cup of coffee and it was when we were first like seeing each other in a romantical sense and we, I came to see you at work cause I was, um, incapable of not just hovering. Um, you got a cup of coffee and you went on a break and we <laughs> went outside <laughs> and you, coffee and i guess it was full and some of it leaked and spilled <laughs> on your hand and it was hot <laughs> and there was a table right next to us <laughs> instead of setting it down on the table <laughs> no time <laughs> you threw it at a toddler <laughs> 
It wasn't my intention to throw it at anyone. (laughs) There just happened to be an adult with a small child, small child walking by. And yeah, and you—it was not a directional throw. You just you your hand shook (laughs) so much, (laughs) you were just like ow ah ah, and eventually gave up on trying to steady your hand and just threw the cup. Uh Uh-huh. And it just happened to be in the direction of a mother and child. (laughs) And I laughed and laughed and laughed. (laughs) It's been like, it's been like five whole years plus a couple months and that story never It's the one story that doesn't involve me shitting myself that still (laughs) is a family favorite. The best part for me was that once I realized in horror what it looked like was happening, that I was throwing a scalding cup of coffee at a child. I said, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. And the adult just grabbed the child, the child. close to them and started walking much faster. <laughs> Didn't say anything. Yeah, no response other than like, get the hell away from my kid, which is <laughs> hilarious. Oh my God. Ooh, that was <coughs> good times. Um, Yeah, so we watched the film Copycat. Copycat. <laughs> 1995. 95. Okay. I couldn't remember which year. Um, There will be spoilers. We're going to spoil the whole movie for you. So if yeah. you haven't seen it yet, stop the podcast right now. Go watch Copycat. Um, Or if you don't care at all about <laughs> it, just listen to us spoil Power the entire thing. I mean, you can assume there will be spoilers. I don't think we'll Everything ever. Everything we ever. And here's the thing, though. I feel like m- the majority of what we watch is not going to be something that's like from last year. It's going to be like. Yeah old ass shit that probably no one cares about that we're like hell yeah we watched this like the movie copycat yes um the i i saw this movie i i was remembering this earlier i was like i saw this movie when i was i'm already getting antsy because we haven't done any credits i haven't done any They don't need to know who's in it just yet. But I remember when I was a kid, this is, this, I was okay. a very sheltered loser kid. And I was, rem- what was I, that like? I was, it was great. It was great. I grew up not at all traumatized. Um, so. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Uh, as a kid, like we didn't have cable at all. Like we lived in the middle. I lived in the middle of nowhere and legitimately, like, this sounds like a line or something or just, like, a story. But, like, legitimately, we could not get cable where we were. <laughs> like, they just... I mean, like, I yeah. think some of... Like, I don't know. Like, we tried. Like, there was no, like, direct TV or anything like that. There was no option for anything like that. I know that people around us had, like, basic cable, like the box. Were there any satellite dishes in <clears> the neighborhood? No. they. I don't... I don't think that they... I don't know. But we had, we had like an, I had an old TV and we had an antenna that we would have to manually oh, adjust yeah. with our hands. Some full on yeah, rabbit ears? To, to be able, no, not rabbit ears, like outside, oh, like outdoors, a big, a, giant a big ass antenna that I would have to go outside and like someone would be inside watching the TV and you would physically yes. be turning the yes. antenna. <laughs> And someone inside would be like, okay, 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 stop, 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 stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> go back a little bit. Okay. So 
this is how we watched a lot of TV. And there were like there were like four channels that came in clear and like a couple channels that were just like super fuzzy. But I like what? what? This is personal. Yeah. Yeah. Trivia. Yeah. For me, curiosity. Uh Where did you get like major network affiliates? And if so, what city were they out of? Oh, what do you mean? Like, did you have WNBC out of Orlando or something? No, it was just like, uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't remember any of that stuff. Okay. That was just for my It was own. just like NBC, CBS, right. ABC, PBS. We got PBS. That was a little fuzzy, but that one came in kind of clear. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. I remember the channels that they all were. Uh-huh. It was Channel 2, Channel 6, Channel 9. And then channel 18 was uh, the PBS. WB oh. until wow. channel three was PBS. Channel 18 was WB. And I think. Was two CBS? Y- yes. No, two, uh, two was NBC. Six was CBS. Nine was ABC. 18 was the WB. It eventually turned into the CW, but I was young enough that it was. CWB. <clears throat> um and then content channel forty four channel forty four Co- was UPN. content warning brothers that's <laughs> what we should call the pod <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> so I was very sheltered I didn't have cable like every now like we'd rent movies every now and then but I was still like we were very like my parents were really strict I wasn't allowed to see rated R movies etc so Saturdays on the WB they would play l- movies all day. Mm. And oh, 35 was Fox. What? Why, yeah, why I don't. Are they so high up there. I don't know, but anyway, so on the WB usually, sometimes on Fox they would play movies all day. Um, and so I would, I loved Saturdays because I got to watch movies, and I would just like Saturdays were my favorite day because I could watch movies all day and sometimes if my parents had like obligations and I didn't want to go to them, um, sometimes I was allowed to be alone so I could be at home alone watching movies all day. But, you know, they were on TV, so they were all edited. And that's how I saw Copycat was that I watched it on TV on a Saturday. Um, I don't know if I was alone or not. I don't remember. Once we get to a film that you saw on via this format, uh, you'll have to Talk about your grandpa's friend. <laughs> I don't. I was trying to think if, if I have any left over, because we watched like Speed and True Lies, which were the big big. Oh, we just watched all the movies you saw I that way. I think so. Already? I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, my grandpa had a friend who had like um. Oh God, what what were they called? Like a VCR. Well, yeah, but it was like where you could record off of. You could record like from a VHS to a v- VHS. So we had. Two VCRs? I don't know. I think... He had some way to dub. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Cassettes. But he would do it like... (laughs) He would self-edit them. So, like, he would... If... Like, I watched... I recently watched the movie Speed, unedited by my grandpa's friend, Sonny, who would just edit everything down and like remove all the curse words and stuff. So and you had nudity. never seen the theatrical. So I've not, ne- I've never seen the theatrical version of speed and there were so many things. I was like, this movie <laughs> makes so much sense now that all the curse words haven't been taken well, I wouldn't out go of that it. Far. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I don't. That was so explosive in my <laughs> Sorry, headphones. I scared you. But yeah, the way that um, so Speed is a completely different film when it hasn't been given the sunny edit to remove the all sunny edit. all all curse words and all like. But it would even like he would even go as as far as if he thought something was was inappropriate he would edit it out even if he didn't necessarily know what it was like if there was like a joke he didn't get i think he would assume it was inappropriate and he would just edit (laughs) it out so because there were like times where he would edit something out and i'm like there's nothing in there (laughs) or like he would anticipate that there was going to be something and Uh there wouldn't be so he would just take that chunk out of it and then like later i would i i would see it and i'd be like there's nothing in there (laughs) so yeah i like the idea that he was doing it live just watching it and pausing like like he was doing a Mm -hmm. like he was it was a radio broadcast and he was hitting the beep (laughs) button you know yeah (laughs) Uh, did he do this just for your gramps and his family or did he do it for other friends i I don't know about i don't know about that like he here's the thing though like he lived like far enough away (sighs) that like my my grandpa would like it was like several hours of a trip to go see him. So my grandpa would like give him a list of all the movies he oh, wanted. Nice. And so he would go through and he would record like the list of movies um, for my grandpa. This is basically what I would do with music with my friends. My two <laughs> you would friends. would edit them out all the curse words. No, I would, I would say we, I would give them cassettes and say, Aww. please dub this album that oh, you have, yeah. the CD but you have. But that makes sense. I mean, but that, I mean, like, it's one thing to be like, I want to They also lived eight this. hours away. <laughs> but kidding. like, I mean, I do that too. I literally will like come in. T- I just this morning was like, give me that movie that you have. Cause I want you to, so I still do that. But that's I feel like that's more about different. laziness well, than access. No, no, but that's what I mean. Like, I think it's Not fine to, call to you be lazy. like. <laughs> I just mean that's fine. I'm not. No, but like. Listen. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying if you're saying like, hey, you have access to this, can you give me that? It's one thing. But to be like, hey, can you special edit these six <laughs> movies for me right. without all the curse words in them? I would love it. Thank you so much. Oh, that's okay. a weird fucking thing altogether. Like that's, that's a whole that's like basically being like, Hey, I want to see this movie. Can you do a YouTube edit that cuts out all the important scenes and just post it online on yeah, YouTube? It's a re- it's like a reverse <laughs> super edit yeah, or whatever yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> instead of it's yeah it's what's left over yeah. when it's yeah, yeah every time somebody tells bruce willis that he looks like shit <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah. copycat 1995 yeah. this just to clarify i have i saw this on tv i did not see this on with a sony edit or sunny edit sony <laughs> <laughs> don't sue <laughs> um i saw i i saw this off tv what i thought i something that like struck me though is that when i saw this movie as a kid i mean i did see it on tv which does you know with commercials and like them doing the thing where they're like you know mother brother you know instead of you know, <laughs> and, like all the edits that they do uh-huh. I, you know like maybe that affected it but i i <laughs> I was under the impression that this movie was like absolutely cheesy and not like good in any way. That makes sense with some of the performances. Well, yeah. Well, see, but like going back, I'm like, this is not the hilarious, ridiculous right. movie that I thought it was as a kid. No, but it like, makes I, sense if certain elements are taken out or yeah, yeah, down yeah. To- yeah. But like, 
oh god the best part like the one line that has stuck with me or not line but like the one scene that has stuck with me is is basically how it opens with harry connick jr being like some serial who? killer <laughs> harry connick what here's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who they're playing. <laughs> I don't know who he's. Who's he supposed to be? You. Oh, oh. Are you going to do some credits now so that you can tell us who was in it? May I? Yeah. You. Yes, you may. <laughs> I didn't actually write these down. So I'm going to. Oh, you got IMDb that shit. <laughs> we have Sigourney um, Weaver as Helen Hudson. Not Helen Hunt. Correct. We have Holly Hunter as MJ Monahan. <laughs> Marmot Mahoney uh, as Reuben Getz. Dermot Mulroney. Oh. <laughs> uh, William McNamara plays Peter Foley. I did not recognize him. Who? The guy who plays Peter Foley. Anyway, so Holly Hunter is a detective and so is Mulroney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're, yeah, they're detectives. They're something. They don't wear uniforms. Yeah, the plain clothes or whatever. SFPD. Oh, God. <laughs> they should have just broken <laughs> into FBI headquarters. <laughs> it's true. Throwback to uh, Desperate oh, oh, and Harry Connick. We got, yeah, his, Harry Connick Jr. His character is David Lee Cullum. Oh, yeah, David Lee Cullum, who's, I guess, a serial killer or something. I'm not quite sure. Who bre- breaks out of prison or something? I can't remember. And so Sigourney Weaver has a like detail and she's going to the bathroom like while she's at a conference. So the detail is like waiting outside for her or something. I don't know. And Harry Connick Jr. as the guy. Oh, oh, oh. What? Sigourney Weaver's character has written. She's like oh, a yeah, forensic she's a psychologist, psychologist or something, and has written books about serial killers. Yeah, she's very. She's very well known in the in the community of serial killers as being someone who knows about serial killers um, professionally. So I yeah, but I think she testified in court for oh, Harry Connick right. Jr. She's called as an so, expert during yeah. Cullum's trial. And anyway, so during he, which he threatens her. And this is how the movie um this is how the movie like starts is that she's just like at a conference and going to the bathroom. Um fetish alert. Um <laughs> and, oh shit. Um Boing. <laughs> sorry. I was just like, oh let me move my coffee cup and just like smash it into the mic. You're welcome. What do you mean? <laughs> um anyway, yeah, so she goes to the bathroom, Harry Connor Jr.'s there, and he's like I don't know, he like strings her up in the bathroom stall and then her security detail comes in <laughs> and Harry Jr. And this is what I've never forgotten this. This scene is so funny to me. It's hilarious. I think it's even available like on YouTube if you don't want to see the whole movie. You just want to <laughs> watch this scene. He grabs the cop and he's like, <laughs> what are you doing with my gun? Huh? How'd you get my gun? What are you doing in the ladies' room? Are you spying on those girls again? <laughs> what are you doing in the ladies' room? <laughs> and what then you, he says, "What are you doing with my gun?" He's what are you doing? He's speaking with my gun? for the cop. Is what he's doing? No. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. No, I thought he was saying no. How did a fart said, knocker like this get in? Right. No, but he says. 
he says, are you just in here trying to peep, peep on people or something? I think he's literally <laughs> talking to the cop because he says, what are you doing with Disagree. my gun? And then he takes it from the cop. So he's saying it like, I don't know. It's, but that's the thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And like, you're supposed to be scared of Harry. And, he, and he's also got makeup on to look him like, look, look him, hmm? to make him look like he has acne. <laughs> yeah. And he's got like fake fucked up. Teeth. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I like and red hair for some reason. Yes. I again, what? But yeah, he has like red hair and, you know. So that's how the movie opens. So it's hilarious. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Sets the tone. And you don't know like how any how he gets away. It's just like then it's like a year later, Sigourney Weaver's housebound because she's agoraphobic and like they don't ever tell you how she got out of that situation. They just like they're like somebody walked in on the whole thing and that's the only thing that and I'm like okay but why didn't they get killed what like and like there's no there's no huh. real explanation on how she gets away but she does um and then and then the actual movie starts which is just there's a copycat ser- a serial killer that's like Sp- god did you say spoiler <laughs> i was going to and then you remembered the and then i just nothing yeah, so then the rest of the movie is just them. All right, there's your synopsis. So, Okay, we're going to take a break real quick. Be right back. <laughs> so, just them going after this um, guy who's a <laughs> copycat serial killer. And the bet, but oh. Like Harry Connick Jr. is the best part of it, though. All and every scene. Whoa. With, mm-hmm, I went there. I mean, like comedically, like every scene with him is hilarious. All two or like, three of them. Yeah, like there's there's literally just like three scenes with him in it. They're all ridiculous, and it's all like he's so comedically not scary and like yeah, not believable true. at all as like I... anybody that would do any. And I don't mean like you know like. That people that cause harm, like, you can tell. I don't mean it like that. I just mean, like, I I would be surprised that someone that's, like, a serial killer is the one that's, like, I got to make all the jokes in every <laughs> conversation I have. And I have to make sure that I'm the guy everyone's looking at. I don't know. I think so. Some- have you never heard of the Joker? <laughs> Who that? <laughs> I decided that Connick is doing Ernest, the Jim Varney character. Right. No, that's <laughs> that's basically the tone of it. Yeah, yeah. What are like you expect something to fall doing? on his head yes. or? Oh my god! His oh. hands will get smashed in the window. <laughs> or in a mug to the camera you know, and say Vern. He goes. That's a visual gag. I'm sorry. <laughs> The, lip, where the he classic, like, like, like moving like, the jaw back and uh, forth. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, this movie I was directed <laughs> by John Amiel, who also directed uh, The Core, which I haven't seen. <laughs> Netflix really wants me to see that. It's like three hours long. And Jesus it's Christ. Just, I think it's like two and a half hours, but it shouldn't be. And so, yeah, that's all I remember is that it's long. He also directed uh, Entrapment. 
Yeah. One of the movies that famously set the tone for laser mazes, <laughs> as we call them. <laughs> as he has I think that's coined the term. I don't think I made that up, but there is a la- it's a maze made out of lasers. That would be a laser maze. I don't think that I'm the one that invented that phrase. Okay, but... <laughs> Google laser maze and guess what you'll see images of? A laser maze. So fuck off. <laughs> that's fine. I just never heard it before. Then say I that. think it's sort of misleading <laughs> as to what their intention is. Like what? Maybe not. I don't. Yeah. I, I think okay. you're just. I think you're the one that's confused. That's fine. I'm often confused. Also, tune in tomorrow, which I've never seen, but I want to because it's supposed to be really good. You've the, never seen what? Sorry. Tune in tomorrow. Oh, I don't. It's know about that. radio serials, or it's set in that world. Oh, interesting. I think it's a lot like uh, soap dish. Is Michael Keaton in it? I don't believe so. Oh, it's got a... I'm less interested. It's got a... What's his name to play Columbo? Oh, Peter Falk? Yes. I know names. Just kidding. In which he, like, he's a writer on these serials and he just always drops in these jokes about Albanians. <laughs> oh, God. Since you're doing credits. Yeah. I wrote down... Because I, I do want to say that... Uh, when we started this movie, I took an edible and I did not think it was going to kick in as soon as it did. <laughs> so like not even halfway through, I was enjoying the movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did write down. Um, Would you recommend that? Uh, no, not necessarily. I think it'd be enjoyable even without um, okay. uh, legal marijuana. It's legal where I live. So just to just to preface that. Um, what a, I did what a write humble down, brag. I know, I know. It should be legalized everywhere and no one should be in prison for weed. Just to clarify. <laughs> anyway. Um, the opinions of Z do not necessarily reflect that of the pod or the <laughs> podcasting platform on which this may or may not ever be on. <laughs> um, but anyway. Since but they do reflect my opinion. <laughs> That's, yeah. And since you're reading credits, I did write down while I was. Um, stoned Holly Hunter in the role of Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah, it, it basically very, very seems like she got like, cast in yeah. this because of the success of Silence right, of the, the Lambs. Lambs. They're like, we really need a tiny woman <laughs> to be a tough cop. A tough. And yeah. Jodie Foster said no. <laughs> right. Who else can we get? Now you're on administrative leave pending an inquiry. Your friends are wondering if you're a psychopath, and on top of that, the guy's junkie wife's hired a lawyer who slams a wrongful death action up your tail. Holly Hunter it is. <laughs> I gotta say, in the last year that we've watched a bunch of movies, it's the most I've ever seen Holly Hunter in things, and like, what? I yeah. maybe only ever saw her in like the piano before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's not true, but... Yeah. I have she's been in other for... things. Yeah. She's yeah. been in things other than the piano. I don't... I, I can't thought... name any of them, but I know she's been in things. Well, she was in, she had a smaller part in uh, The Firm that oh we just watched. Oh my God, that's right. Which oh is great, man. a great yeah. character part. A great character. The Firm, painful film. Woo! That, I mean, like 30 minutes, it's like a two hour movie and 30 minutes in, I felt like I'd already been watching it for three hours and yeah. I still had so much more to go. And I blame Tom Cruise. Nothing, oh, that's fair, but nothing actually happened and it was so painful. The only good parts in it were Holly fucking Hunter and David Strathairn. If I'm saying his name right. I don't know how to pronounce names. Um, Ed Harris. 
He yeah, he was okay, but like there was nothing ha- no nothing happened with I anyone. Know. Well, that's the thing with these Grisham movies. Oh my god. Yeah, the I The Pelican Brief was I fucking better, obsessed but. over that movie as a kid. I watched that movie so many goddamn times. I'm sure part of it was cuz Jake Weber was in it. But We also watched The Client, which was far more enjoyable that was than good. both of those. I liked The Client a lot. And that one holds up. I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. actually a good movie." But the Pelican Brief, and I didn't think the Pelican Brief was a bad movie to 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 clarify. So weird. But I rewatched it, it as an adult, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" In my little kid brain, was like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen in my fucking life," <laughs> yeah. and this nine year old needs to see it seventy million fucking times. Like, I would literally be like, "They'd be like, we're going to the video store. What? What should we?" And I'm like, "Please rent the Pelican Brief." <laughs> I <laughs> movies that I made my parents rent. Like probably like more than anything else, Dune. Really? Oh my god! Like I rem- I have a very clear memory of going to the to the movies and then being like, okay, you get to pick out a movie this time because they'd rotate who who would get to pick out a movie, and they were like, okay, you get to pick a movie out this time, and I was like, Dune, and I literally remember my siblings being like, fucking no, <laughs> stop, please, and I was like, I want to see it again. And like, I remember like it was what it was, I think before we got like Blockbuster in town. And so it was like the, the family like nice. rental place uh, that was like owned by like somebody and the whole thing family? smelled like, like that salty, buttery popcorn. Oh. They had like a popcorn maker in there. And like, nice. so the whole thing just smelled, it smelled so strongly of popcorn. It was like there, like it didn't matter where you were in the entire tiny tiny <laughs> video store it just reeked of buttery salty ridiculous popcorn like that cheap kind that you that get at the nice. fair oh it was amazing and i have like such a visceral memory of being like dune and my and i remember like <laughs> the aisle i was standing in and them just being like no <laughs> not again um and i also did that with um the pelican brief and with uh the last of the mohicans those were the movies that I would con- those those movies I constantly rented. And again, as an adult, the only like as a kid, there were so many I loved The Lost in the Mohicans. Probably because it was these also to clarify, the Pelican Brief Brief and The Last of the Mohicans are both rated R films Ooh. that I was allowed to see as a kid. So that's part of why I was oh, obsessed yeah. with them. Sure. Um my family for Christmas one year bought me The Last of the Mohicans. Oh. And everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, and then I think I, that's when, like, I switched to the Pelican Brief, maybe renting the Pelican Brief so much. They were like, like, oh, I'm, good. Oh, I'm good. We get it. to see it all the time now. Right. We don't have to wait for special occasions when <laughs> Z is allowed to rent a movie <laughs> and picks one. We fucking hate. Um. Anyway, so I forgot that was a lovely little tangent. Um, that I went on about movies that I don't even remember why. Oh, because boring. Oh, it's genre. my fault. It's fine. But yeah, Holly Hunter's in this. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Jodie Foster. <laughs> also, a fucking. Please. Oh, God. Oh, I. Oh. So there's there's one scene where they're oh. at. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm, I you're fine. Remembered that I. Th- one of the. I would say one of the characters of this movie is the technology because it's it's full of mid nineties uh, early internet and yeah. bullshit computer displays. Yes, they, I wrote down. There's an amazing scene 
where Sigourney's trying to um she's trying to bait the killer and so she edits this photo with her yes. her face and like a skull face onto a bride. Yeah, a bride and groom. She edits her face on a bride and a, like a skull face or something <laughs> on a groom. And then she says the name of the killer and she's like, I'm ready for you or something like that. Or like, let's mm-hmm. let's do this or something. And like to bait him, which he's already like planning to come kill her. So I don't know why she does that. But but how she gets it to him is she just clicks the option to send all. <laughs> And in, I'm like, in whatever it, program I'm she's like, in. what is it? The whole internet receiving this? Like, what? Send all what? Like, I don't. It wasn't clear if it was even. Well, it wasn't an email. reply all. No, it wasn't re- reply all. It was send all. <laughs> send all. And I'm like, okay, one. He's already sent you a message. He's already sent you an email, so you can just reply to him directly. I think. Two. His Who house just burned down. Works. His house burns down. How is he getting this email? Had, the, had that happened already? I think so. It was like in the pro- oh. during that happening or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the, but still, also, <laughs> I don't understand. Like I just don't understand the the technology. Like anytime I go back, yeah. I'm like, did I'm 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 always what what was that face? Oh, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I wanted to know. I wanted to I wanted confirmation that that's what you were responding to. What's that? Wait, what is that? No, the first word is chess because it's the name of the chess program she's chess. playing. Oh, shit. Like Chess Dawn, maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> she's playing online chess with somebody who's, who, by the way, their screen name is Checkmate. But, but like Czech, Czech is like, yeah, as in Czechoslovakia. And the killer sends her a video file. Yeah. Which is amazing. And it's called tomorrow.avi. So kudos for the realism <laughs> on the codec, right? On the, yeah, on the yeah, yeah. file extension. I mean, I think they didn't have many back then, did they? I don't know. I didn't have computers. Back there were then. definitely fewer. Yeah. In I'd fact, see. I didn't know Abby's were that old. Interesting. Not that I know a lot I about. I feel that. like I feel like whenever there's like whenever there's technology and stuff like that, and like I feel like one person. And, like, the writing team was, like, I know about computers and, like, wrote something about it. And they're, like, yeah, I like computers. And then everybody that's, like, this, set design. It's Unix. I know this system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in set design <laughs> is just, like, I don't know what that is. And so they just are, like, we're just going to have a lot of monitors set up. Yeah, right. <laughs> just to show that they are a computer. Because she's. It's a- very. The opening. Or the or introduction, not our yeah. introduction. Sorry. Once we're once we establish the, that she's survived Harry Connick Jr. Ber- verbally berating a police officer um, with quips. <laughs> once we've once she survives that, <laughs> that's what she survived. Not being hung, hanged. Hanged. <laughs> no, when we are brought into the present, I hope tense, that my back cracking just now makes the sound like transfers. Anyway, me too. <laughs> Go uh, on. I, it reminds me of the beginning scenes in the net, mm. <coughs> which I w- is within a year of this movie, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the net released. is like ninety five or ninety six. Oh my god! What? Oh, sorry, I was thinking about the net, but yeah, like it's. I feel like I mean, it's it's always 
really, really interesting because I, f- I feel like technology in the 90s was kind of one of those like not everybody had it. Right. So it wasn't an accessible thing. So it's often like rich people or people in specific fields, which yeah. is totally fine. But like. Also, the <laughs> technology, it made me think of the technology in uh, Bone Collector. It's oh pretty great. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Because it's very stylized and very, uh-huh. you know, and like at the time you were just like, whatever, who cares? I don't know anything about I mean, so it. It turns out to be a very specific subgenre. Yeah. In the 90s. But like, I think that they were like, it's so, I they expected it to be niche forever and for like only. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the editor. <laughs> Boom, and for I heard it through the mic stand. It, oh, did it hit this? No. Oh, it hit yeah. The, oh, yeah. Anyway, it, mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, it's like they expected it to be niche forever. Like they never thought that technology would advance enough to where everyone would have access to it. So like that's always like the attitude in these is like, oh, someone you know, like an only a nerd would have a computer. Like only you know, like all these things that are like. Literally, everyone has a, f- a computer now because we all have phones <laughs> with internet capability. Um, you think that's it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Nec- I'm saying that's, I'm not saying that was the intention by okay. any means. I'm saying that that was like, that was a thought, pro- like, that there was like not an understanding of how technology w- oh, yeah. would evolve. As I like so. to use an example, if you watch Tron now, oh my God. Everyone has such. Oh, There's yeah. such generalized knowledge of computers that far surpass the basic premise like, of how that movie works. It's like works. that. Ep- there's that episode of Archer. <coughs> there's that episode of Archer where he, um, uh, it like goes into the jungle and he finds that guy from like I don't know, World War One or something. I don't remember. Two. Okay, World War Two. I didn't. Yeah, I'm bad with World Wars. <laughs> With remembering. Um, they were both. both real bad. I know that. Um, so he fi- <laughs> he finds the guy and he says something about his computer. And he was like, there's, he says like a plane crashed with a computer on it or something like that. And he's, and the guy's like, there's not a, <laughs> nothing is that big <laughs> that's landed Oh here. yeah, there's no computer. And he's like, oh, there's no plane things have changed since then. No computer like, <laughs> could fit on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's how it feels like you know like that the idea like how like the way that we see technology now i think like we're always i mean we always like now we being the collective uh world kind of fuck up how advanced technology is gonna look and it's mm-hmm. all like now it's like the only thing we can imagine beyond what we already have is like holograms <laughs> so everything is a hologram and then it's been that for 20 fucking years <laughs> by Zoom. now yeah minority report (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so like how technology advances also oh my god and like i'm totally getting off subject of copycat but oh no (laughs) and charlie's angels like the one the first uh the movie the film charlie's angels which one the first one well there was one recently Oh no, the first like from the year two thousand with Charlie with uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> um, so there's a scene where they're like 
the whole point is that they're trying to keep this person from getting software that would oh, right. that would turn everyone's cell phone into like uh what is it like um a tracking device. a tracking device and they're like oh my god that means anyone with a cell phone could be tracked and it was like this horrifying thing at the time and now it's like literally everyone's location is just on at all times on their phone isn't that and like the just... ethical crutch of whichever batman movie yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like <laughs> they will be able to find you wherever you are. And now it's like if someone like has location turned off on their phone, it's like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? She's got a tape back up, which means we can make a copy and take it with us. Oh, God. How do you know about all this stuff? Mm. spent youth in video arcades, I guess. A lot of quarters. Why would he send this to you? Why do you think? Nobody's mentioned your involvement. That's because there is no involvement. I am not involved. This is a game they play. They hang around the scenes, watching the cops, feeling superior to them. And instead of catching him there, you led him to me. He didn't write to me. He wrote to you. Why? Because I'm their damn pinup girl, that's why. They all know me. They have libraries. They collect clippings. I'm the fucking muse of serial killers. <laughs> Holy shit. No. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we just took talked a break. for like twenty minutes. Yeah, we took a break because we had to pee, and then we uh, hit record, and it was just like pause record. Um, and it man, you missed some <laughs> good stuff. I don't I don't remember all of what uh I yeah. Um I do <laughs> oh, that, was, that was fun. We were just talking. Like but I mean, I guess it's it's just how we normally are, so that's all this podcast is. This podcast probably seems like we're like putting or maybe maybe not probably, ah! but it might seem like we're putting on airs, but this is probably like so what kind of airs? Um that we like each other. Oh, well, that's great. Because, like, you know, there's that, like, stupid trope, like, when you're in a relationship with a person that seems heterosexual. <laughs> um, that you hate each other. Hmm. And that's um, any any kind of, like, you very rarely see, I think, uh, a male assumed and woman assumed couple being like just chill with each other and not mm. having those moments where they're like, you're an idiot and I'm always right. Why do you have to always do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people probably think we're when we left this morning, <laughs> you said there were eight cereal bars. Um, I don't you go down your notes again. Yeah. That's like basically what you were doing. I know. <laughs> There's so many. Th I don't remember specifically. Well, we were talking about crime oh, there scene. There was one where they were talking. Yeah, but there was one where they were talking about like they were having like a discussion, like as a cop, how to how to be non-lethal in like taking someone down. Oh, yeah, and this was, like, is early whole, on, and yeah, well, it's our introduction to Holly yeah. Hunter and and, and Mulroney. Mulroney. Um, where they're doing and like a Hogan's Alley. Yeah, and he's like very aggressive, and she's like, "No, no, you have to be." Which by the end, I was like, "Oh, I get it." Like, because she just like yeah, it comes up later, blows everyone's head off by the end. She's just like, "Yeah, I'm a cop, so who cares?" I'm like, "Nah, that checks out." Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, they're having like this discussion about like how to like non-lethally like take someone down. And I was like, wow. Does, <laughs> Does anybody else could, know about this? Could a cop watch this? <laughs> Maybe they don't know. <laughs> like, and, and so, yeah, that was, I was like, what? That's, and I know, I'm sure that that, like, I feel like that's a misconception people have that cops actually give a shit about um anything yeah <laughs> like so they'll write characters they'll write cops as, as people well to be <laughs> fair the majority of <sighs> yeah uh uh killings by police oh yeah are I mean, of black people specifically Mm -hmm. and white cops. Yeah. And not detectives. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know if that's fair, but that's. Yeah, uh, I don't either. True. (laughs) However, um, (laughs) on the big screen, it's usually detectives that do all the murdering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. And they usually (laughs) get uh, some sort of like punishment. (laughs) Yeah, right. In the in the movies, in movies, there's usually if, if actually cop, some kind of consequence. If a cop accidentally shoots someone, he gets punished for it. Well, and how many movies are specifically based on the premise that there's a cop who was trying to catch a killer and then ends up killing the wrong person, or and then they're just devastated for like a decade. They're right. just an alcoholic. <laughs> And then they get, somebody was like, you worked on this case. Get back in the game, man. (laughs) They're like, you're, see, you are a good cop. (laughs) There's so much cop propaganda out there. It's gross. Um, There's even a term that's been coined. Copaganda. I was going to say, is it copaganda? (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's one part in it where in the beginning where before like Harry Connick Jr. comes into the women's bathroom to, uh do his comedy roast um <laughs> where sigourney weaver's like what turn what turns you on girl <laughs> and i'm like sigourney i think you know <laughs> yeah right I know. <laughs> but also oh i forgot i didn't write this down but I, I forgot about this where she's like just basically like shitting on white men which is pretty great she's like did you know that like all serial killers are like white dudes now, I'd like to ask you guys a favor. If you could all please stand up. All the gentlemen in the room, please indulge me for a second. <laughs> Come on, it's only fair after all the time you spent ogling us. Now, would everybody under 20 and over 35 have a seat? And if you're of Asian or African-American descent, you may sit down. Now, Kenny, can you turn that light on for us, please, so we can get a good look at these guys? All right, ladies, what do you see? Some pretty cute guys, don't you think? I mean, if one of these fellas asked you out for a drink, you'd go, wouldn't you? Well, let me tell you something. Nine out of 10 serial killers are white males, age 20 to 35, just like these. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's cool. It's not something that people don't know. But I'm always like, I really. It's rarely named. Right. I was going to say, in the 90s, someone being like, white men are dangerous. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Sigourney. (laughs) Calling out white men. Um, Yeah. But I was mentioning Holly Hunter's weird behavior in this, where, like, there's a bunch of, like, 
specifically at crime scenes yeah like there's one scene where she um they're at a crime scene and she just like picks lint off of dermot mulroney's person and then throws it in the direction of the dead body (laughs) at the crime scene she just like legitimately like and I'm like, why, who who wrote that? Who edited that? Well, who was like, this makes sense that at a crime scene, two detectives would pick things off of each other and just throw them around like, like it's not. To be fair, it was outdoors. And maybe they arrived late enough that all the. <laughs> no, I think no, because they the body was still there. Yeah. So from personal experience, I can tell you that. <laughs> If the body is still like from I from all your ride-alongs <laughs> to homicide, just just from my experience <clears throat> being a witness to murder, <laughs> um, <laughs> the like the body being taken away is like the first thing that happens. Oh, okay. I mean, like they collect evidence, but then they take the body away, and then sure. they like look for things because I th- yeah hence, I don't know necessarily the chalk outline. No, the chalk outline only happens when they're still alive. Really. Uh-huh. To to make sure that like there's only a chalk outline because like if they've died then they can get all their photos, and they can you know they don't have any oh, time wow. yeah so the chalk outline happens if they're if they're alive, and they don't know if they're gonna like you know if they're Liberty. still alive so well I mean either way like they you know they chalk outline them so they they know specifically where the person was and they can draw right. evidence from from there wow mm-hmm. hi Can't believe I didn't know that. <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the fact of this episode for me. Um, but yeah, so she, so yeah, she like throws, she throws shit on the dead body. How about that coffee cup? And then, <laughs> then she's getting out of her. I like this is like like the first crime scene that they pull up to in the movie, and she grabs her coffee cup from the car, takes it out of the car, and then sets it on the car, and then goes into the crime scene. And it's just like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like stuff like that where it's like, it's very intentionally like, can like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's done. <laughs> like consistently. Like, like you're trying to hex me. <laughs> no, I can't think of the word. I'm trying to siphon the word out of your head. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, like there's there's a what do you call it? Like continuity. There it's continuity. Like she has the coffee cup in the car. She gets out of the car with the coffee cup. She has it in her hand and then she just sets it on the car. And I'm like, "Why have a coffee cup?" Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like yeah. I, and then she goes in and then they never reference it again. The timeline. Yeah, right. I'm like, "Why? It doesn't make any fucking sense." I kind of liked it. I mean, I probably wouldn't have noticed it if you hadn't passed, uh, pointed it out. Uh, but people do shit like that. I mean, that's fair. Obviously, I, I imagine that. But I mean, it would Holly be Hunter different. just did that without I thinking. Th- about I think. It. It, <laughs> I think it would be different if like they they kept showing her like doing weird shit, like <laughs> setting her coffee cup down. But also, the I want to know. There's this one. Um, there's one scene where Holly Hunter walks into her boss's office. He is smoking a cigarette and she just walks over to him, removes the cigarette <laughs> from his hands and then puts it out. And and like he doesn't seem to respond to it at all. It's like normal. And uh-huh. she's just like looking at him while she's doing this. Like 
yeah, I'm putting your cigarette out. And I'm like, this is literally like a BDSM scene. Like this is the start (laughs) of like some shit about to happen. Like there's nothing about this that is not, I mean, like I know that I'm the most actual (laughs) sexual tension in any of the scenes, even though she's, there's another cop that she has history with. And right. there's all this, like I guess. Will her, they? Won't they? With right. Well, the, the Dermot Mulroney stuff is weird because everyone talks about it around them, but they seemingly right. have like zero, like yeah. interest in each other when they're in the same room. They're just like they just like actively don't hate each other, which seems to be the only thing that separates them from everyone else. And that's it. And people are like, so it's clear that you guys are fucking. <laughs> and they're like, not yet. <laughs> And then they're in the same car together and they're like, you smell bad. I don't like you. Can you die soon? They're like, yep. You're going to make sure of that. Get in a room already. (laughs) What? I don't. And like, to be honest, they don't even have that many scenes together. Like not like paired off. It's usually like with a bunch of other people and everyone being like, we can tell you guys are fucking. And I'm like, we can't. Is that why all this is written in there? Because we could not fucking tell for the life of us that anything was going on for them. Um, but I, I do, I did write down, um, oh God, remember the, the police murder by numbers that played? Yes. I wrote down, I wrote down sting. What? Why? What? I'm too high for this. (laughs) It's a very shocking. It was so like, transition. make any sense. It wasn't even a transition. It's just like. Suddenly it starts playing and they're just like It's really drawing because doesn't what happens right before that? Something very heavy. They're like, there's right a note. <laughs> and then it's like murder by numbers by the play. I'm like, what the fucking shit? <laughs> um And then it turns out, even though I think this is easy to miss, mm-hmm. they're listening because it turns out it's Oh yeah, they're actually listening they're to They're playing it. it to yeah, the room full of people right. on this case. But it just seems like the sound like it seems like a montage while they go over clues. That's how it's presented. And then they like stop the tape player and they're like, that's murder by numbers by the police. And I'm like, what is this? Is this a radio program suddenly? Like what is happening? Um, But it's like, I guess the note he left. DJ MJ. (laughs) The note he leaves at the, um, at the crime. Yeah. The whatever the crime scene or whatever is the lyrics to murder by numbers. Also, like when they're like, what does this mean? And she's like, well, it's clear what he's saying. I'm like, okay, it's clear he's quoting a fucking song. I I don't necessarily know that you can decipher what the police meant. Like what? Yeah. Um, The band. But I wrote, I wrote down. Oh, God. Remember the squirrel covers? He calls her underwear squirrel covers. (laughs) Harry Connick. Did you see the trivia about this? No, I didn't. I didn't read trivia. about The director asked Harry Connick to come up with a term. Oh for ladies' God. undergarments. Oh, squirrel cover. Which he said, like, he heard his brother-in-law use. <laughs> That's where he got it from. Horrifying. Uh, I also learned that, because uh, at one point, first of all, one of my main problems with the movie is, mm-hmm. like, character inconsistencies as oh, far yeah. as, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, I feel like, is one of the more consistent characters. Really? And I, I don't, it's not that but consistent. But her consistency is just that, like, she's going to freak out. That's right. how you can right. count on her for that. She's alternately cranky and mm-hmm. terrified. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just that she I mean, isn't she good at being, like, sardonic. Yeah. Right. Which I think she was, the character was supposed to be. Yeah. But at one point, she said, one of the cops 
tells her to do something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Heil Hitler. Right. I'm like, what? And uh, in the German release, the subtitle said, yes, boss. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, we don't know what that. Or I guess they would have had a overdub that because oh, that's in yeah. German. So, yeah, I was uh, going to say, they would, how would they not know? Um, so. Um, also, <laughs> this is one of my notes. Even though this is set in San Francisco, every cop is from the East Coast somehow. <laughs> I mean, Holly Hunter is obviously from somewhere in Appalachia. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or the South. Yeah. <clears throat> I kept making notes about this. It really, it was not, it was very clearly, I think they like did a lot of stuff with Dermot Mulroney being like, oh, I'd fuck either one of you. Right. I'm, I'm horny for either one of you. I like you girls. And then being like, oh, okay, well, maybe. Because it really, really, really felt, if that wasn't in there, I'd be like, this is clearly a fucking lesbian movie. Like, it mm. felt like a fucking gay movie. Like, they, there was, like, they hung out and they, like, were, like. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. one scene where I'm like, they're going to get drunk. Yes. And talk about- yes. And I was, <laughs> I was like, all right. And the only reason I knew that didn't happen. Oh, that's after Mulroney's character. Yeah. Spoiler. Gets, gets killed, killed which why there, yeah it's like such a dumb unnecessary like whole thing where it's just meant to make holly hunter feel bad for using non-lethal uh right <laughs> like, yeah i guess it's i guess it's a little bit he gets refrigerated yeah yeah which i'm all, always like oh, okay when they do I it mean, to he, a guy you yeah. know he was um, a shit character anyway. yeah but yeah <laughs> can we but talk I, about andy i want to say this really quick though i as I was writing, why wasn't this a gay romance as like the movie ends? Because like Holly Hunter has just saved Sigourney Weaver's life and like Sigourney Weaver is just like walking towards Holly Hunter oh, again, yeah. obviously yeah. a lesbian romance. And Keith said, Hey, you want to go get some finger blasts? <laughs> <laughs> so as I was writing, why wasn't this a gay romance? forgot about that you said that's the rooftop hey you want right? to go get some finger blood yeah the rooftop <laughs> like literally Climax. walking towards holly hunter on a rooftop and it's not like a lesbian fi- what the fuck like i don't and yeah she just presses yeah <laughs> there are high difference bosom. there's so much that like oh my god like holly hunter's clearly dom a dom and sigourney weaver clearly needs someone to come in and tell her what she needs to do and just make her feel better See, about things so like I, it would just make so much with, fucking sense this happened on the harry and the henderson's episode mm-hmm. i feel like you go back and forth about who's the dom how well, you just said earlier that uh, Holly Hunter's character was doming her boss. I know. I said Holly Hunter needs to dom Sigourney Weaver, oh. who needs to be told what to do. I didn't go back. My fault. I didn't go back and forth, man. I, I apologize. Thank you. Oh, my God, though. But the <laughs> I wrote the, <laughs> the fucking literal ending like the as credits are rolling and it's just harry connick jr's face for like five fucking minutes oh yeah and it just and i was like expecting john candy to just pop up and start waving because it just lasted so fucking long it was too long i was like there's no fucking reason and i swear to god they looped the footage no they don't i I, swear they don't i swear because it looks like it it looks like a. It looks like they. Back and it go. Yeah. It. His mouth <laughs> like moves like 
but I think they looped it longer and then they would loop it short. Like, I think they uh. would like, like, so that, cause he didn't blink in like, but like sometimes I swear it would loop and he would blink and sometimes it would loop and he wouldn't. So I think that they like had like, mm. like, I think that they had like, like a full minute of footage and they would just like loop 30 seconds of it and then they would loop the full minute and then they would just keep. Yeah. I think <laughs> it was so weird though. It was so weird. It was because I was watching it and I like, I'm, I'm all about that detail and it's, mm-hmm. it legitimately just looked like they kept, he kept doing the same behavior over and over. And I was like, nobody has the ability on that short of a loop to consistently do the same exact thing. Like they, w- it would change. Jeff, Jeff Glassman. Yes. Shout out. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all my notes. But really, it should have been a game romance. I wanted to talk about Andy, who is uh, Sigourney Weaver's live-in. Oh yeah, like helper. Was he supposed to be like her hus- ex-husband or something? I don't think so. I think they set us up right at the beginning to make us think that they're together, and then surprise, he's gay. Right. Because it's San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, played by John Rothman, who I think. Z <laughs> spotted before I did. Yeah, as, uh, I recognized his playing Tignataro's papa, stepdad. Stepdad, yeah. On, on uh, one Mississippi. Yeah, and very he's great good. On that. He's yeah, great on that. he's great. That's a great show. He does all right with Andy. Clearly not yeah, given much to think, work with. Right. I don't think. I think for <laughs> I, honestly for it being like obviously he's like tokenized. You yeah. know the the gay or whatever. You know, um, and it is tragic gay or whatever. But like I feel like he does great. Like he's just like a a loving character. Yeah. Like he's not yeah. like girlfriend. What are you doing in oh, that get up? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's no, it's not. He's not like. And they they basically only like are like he's a homosexual so you don't think that they're in a couple you know yeah i feel well, like i don't think it's so ever explicitly stated you just see except him. for him being like going out on a date with someone or whatever yes <laughs> and, and going to the sound factory <laughs> and getting served fucking pina coladas or whatever it looks like uh, the bar is Very. great it looks like it's designed by kate pearson from b52s <laughs> oh something. yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, like... Also, I... Uh, what's his name? The killer's name is Peter Foley or whatever. William McNamara. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked like Daniel Jackson off of oh, Stargate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was not great casting. It didn't make a lot of sense. Oh, also, FYI, I don't know. You probably didn't notice this because you haven't seen it before, but he's in the crowd. He's very visibly in the crowd, crowd. when she's giving the speech at the beginning. The killer is. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Crowd. I didn't notice that. I did see him in. There's another scene where he's hanging out in the PD. Right, the one where he goes, "Hey." Hello. Yeah, he just and just hi. like waves at them, and they're but like, "What the fuck?" Are after you? that, though, there's a great shot where he's like, just for whatever reason, you can see through mm-hmm. a doorway behind. He's just uh, like staring at that. It's so and like I know that they're doing that to emphasize because like sometimes like serial killers like to you know like. Yeah. basically like get it friendly with cops just to prove that cops are stupid <laughs> um and like make themselves feel like all hard or whatever right. because they don't know that it's me but like at the same time it's like if i didn't if i'd never seen this movie movie before if i'd never seen this movie um and suddenly there's just a scene with a guy being like hey at the cops and then just like 
just him like very visibly and i'd be like well he's the killer right i know <laughs> i mean well, no, i would say they didn't i don't feel like they hid that though yeah i, I didn't i didn't that. feel like they were like the oh, reveal no, or whatever no. yeah yeah what the thing that serves as a reveal happens less than halfway through the movie oh yeah also the weird he's married or has a girlfriend or whatever i'm like what is yeah, this yeah i don't know what, what is this why like, I, I love when they do shit like that. It's always, like, really weird to me when they show, like, a guy's, like, you know, oh, he's totally dominated by his girlfriend. That's why he's a serial killer. And I'm like, oh, my God. And well, then he ended up fucking killing her in the end. I'm like, okay, well, uh-huh. obviously he wasn't that and the, humiliated by and her. And small dog. That yeah. was unnecessary. Well, yeah. Peter. Peter. I've been calling and calling. Didn't you hear me? You completely forgot about him, didn't you? Very thirsty words you made it a sweet. Come on. Are you teasing me? Naughty little boy. What are you doing? Want to watch Letterman with me? Well, I could, darling, but... You know I don't watch talk shows on my own. I know. It's just, I'm right in, I mean, I've got Go this... One. Go back to your silly little computers. So, things I liked about the movie, mm-hmm. it's an interesting premise that you have yeah. a killer, like the thing with Peter Foley is that each murder he does is yeah. in the style of, of, a different, of a different historical yeah. serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really interesting. I do, yeah. I, I wish they'd sort of played that yeah, up more. Yeah. It's on, well, like, it, it feels like... Harry Connick Jr.'s character is going to be a bigger part of the movie than he is. And he sort of is a bigger part yeah, than he is. But he's, but not. Yeah. It doesn't... He's given so much. Yeah. Talk time. Not even they that. T- they talk like the, about him so the much. The few scenes that he's yeah. in are like a big deal. Yeah. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that like he's literally like his, his insertion into Sigourney Weaver's life has made her like incapable of of living a normal life right and then when they have like a video chat where the tech let me just say the technology for this video chat was ahead of its time they they got that they got that right the video quality was (laughs) impeccable (laughs) um but uh she's just like you know like talking to him and just like like at first she's like i don't think i can do this and holly hunter's like it's fine i'll do the talking and i'm like okay you know and, and she's like, and then he's just like can i have your squirrel kippers and she's like look here mister which color and i'm like what she's just like having a conversation yeah, with him like what color of my panties do you want me to send you yeah. with a little kiss on them she like, gets on the mic just because he's like i want to talk to her yeah and she's, she's like, just like talk. Hey. she's like what's up buddy and I'm like, what? This is, doesn't make any no, sense. No, yeah, it doesn't, like... Because she's, like, literally, before the call even happened, she's, like, pacing and, like, biting her fingers, and she's just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, accurate. And then, like, he's like, hey. And she's like, oh, hey, what's up, friend? I miss you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I don't... I mean, I think maybe they were trying to say, like, you know, like, as much as she was afraid, she handles it better than she thinks she was. But that was not how it came across. That's no. not how it came. It came across like she just forgot who he was and was like, "You look fun. You want to hang out sometime?" Like, also the weird part at the end where she's like, because she's agoraphobic and she literally cannot leave her apartment without like basically like she can't even like walk out the front door of her apartment. Hashtag can relate. Um, right. 
and but like she like he takes her to like the lecture hall where she like into the bathroom where she was when like harry connick jr like at the end like the serial killer is like copying harry connick jr and he takes her to this place and she's just like running through the halls and everything and it's not until she gets to the roof and opens it and she's like i can't go outside and i'm like oh, yeah. i feel like <laughs> that would happen like she would just be like outside and then she'd be like shit what how uh, uh, what uh, like it would happen maybe when she got like closer to the edge of the i don't know i just felt like that felt inconsistent that she like forgot she yeah. was be like i'm like i feel like to a degree like as scary as it is like when like i i'm someone that has like severe anxiety like i'm not speaking from a place of like here's how i think anxiety is like i have severe I, like multiple anxiety disorders so like i feel like when you're in a that fight or flight situation like that's what anxiety is anxiety is like fight or flight all the time so when you are in those situations right. you're like i know what to do yeah. <laughs> like, no, <totally. laughs> you're like i got this like it's fine i'm not that worried like people like, think finally yeah <laughs> there's a reason this, to be this is way. exactly why i've been freaking out for my entire life to prepare for this fucking moment <laughs> so i felt like that i mean it's just like one of those things where i'm like yeah okay whoever wrote this has like actually no idea what anxiety is like or like whoever filmed it or something it's know. confusing because her agoraphobia really is seems to be a symptom of her C ptsd yeah mm -hmm. so i don't know right. what that's like yeah that's a, that's a specific yeah combo right um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't say if my agoraphobia... I mean, I do feel like I, I've always had, like, a slight tendency towards agoraphobia. Um, yay! <laughs> Apparently, uh, Harry Connick watched a bunch of documentaries on serial killers. Right, so he could... So he could prepare for this comedy role that he's in. Yep. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver consulted forensic psychologist Park Dietz, who had interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer. Wow. Uh oh, this is for you. I thought you'd oh. appreciate this. In the final climactic scene where mm -hmm. the Peter Foley has recreated, he's reenacting uh -huh. Cullum's mm -hmm. attack on her. Mm -hmm. When she has the turn where she was like, "You little piece," of, you know, whatever yeah, she yeah, said, yeah. where she starts to be like, mm, "You're nothing" or whatever, yeah. and she spits on him. Yeah, unscripted, improvised. And so that his response is, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> love that shit. I knew you would like that. Mm. Sigourney, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> That's awesome though, because I love, I like that. I mean, like I, it's always like, like the fact that like, Such it's a, a woman, it's, yeah. it's a woman doing that kind of stuff. And like, it's a very like role where she's like being hurt and being like you right. know in fear of her life and like in that moment she's like taking and i could honestly like even if like mm. even if sigourney like in real life has like no trauma i can see how just filming that would be kind of scary mm -hmm. so like in that moment taking that power like that's really awesome but like you always hear shit like that from like men male directors doing <laughs> shit too right men being like Female men being actors. like well you know i had this person tied up and yeah. i you know i was supposed to be like about to like sexually assault them so i thought why not tell them that i killed their cat you know i just wanted to get a real reaction from right. them and you're always like that's not uh, that's yeah, not horrible. improvising that's not acting it's just being abusive but yeah. like so like in a situation like <clears> that like it really it really seemed like a mo like where she was like, I'm trying to take 
any power that I can. Yeah. So that was, that was like, that's really awesome. That's yeah. cool. I enjoy that. I just know it made me think of the sequence in Mandy. Which sequence in Mandy? Oh God. Well, when they drug her oh. and he's like showing off. And, yeah. And oh yeah. Fucking laughing at it. Oh God. That's a movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. He's just like naked in front of her and she starts laughing. Oh, but yeah, that's pretty impressive. Anyway, that's all I have. I think that's all I have about it. Other than, I mean, I think it was, I think honestly, like what I liked about it was that it seemingly felt like, like women, like in the end, like uh-huh. the women survived and the women were the ones with all of the power and the women were like reclaiming themselves. Yeah. It fe- which, which, but it feels <laughs> accidental, and I wish it didn't. To me, I well, don't feel like that was an intention of the movie. Oh, not necessarily the intention, but I like that. I like that they yeah, didn't, you, like you know, better? it it wasn't, because I feel like if it, it wasn't especially, like in your face. well, because if it was it the 90s, the yeah. <laughs> no, I liked the Black Christmas reboot, but um, I, I think if it had been done on purpose, especially in the 90s, it would have yeah. been like, there would have been, yeah, it would have just been like, they would have literally said out loud, like, we got world. our power back. It would have been Spice World. Hey, you've never seen that. That's true. So you can't say, it's a, that's a great Girl film. Power. That's a great film. And we're going to watch that. No, I'm not saying shit. Oh. I'm not putting down Spice World. <laughs> Equalization of the sexes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about how third wave. Third oh, wave? yeah. Feminism got co-opted in the 90s. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I liked I I felt like it like it allowed what I what I'm saying about it the accidental aspect of it being fine was that it felt like it was it create what it treated <laughs> oh it treated two female characters like two characters not like uh-huh. women you yeah, know yeah, yeah. it tr- it allowed them to be fuck ups to get it wrong and surprisingly to make mistakes and still succeed in the end but it didn't feel point. like you know it the intention was to like like to empower women not because that's wrong but because like in the 90s that was like it so often when when people try to make empowering films it's just insulting <laughs> right so like the fact that they they felt like actual characters and like it's not a perfect movie and there's like a lot of like ridiculousness in it and of course there's like a ton of like sexual assault and and shit like that in the movie like all of the victims are sexually assaulted i think okay but it's not on camera no not on camera but i mean like it's reference and they're you know like women die like it's not a perfect however i was just thinking i didn't think about this while watching it there's no our main characters that thread is never made explicit i mean it's oh like you can say it's explicit well i don't know i mean maybe not explicit but he does like rip her clothes and stuff like that and he's like like he is undressing her and stuff like that. So like that's an it maybe not in uh, like it's true. It's impl- it's implied that they could be especially. Since I was just thinking yeah. that that if you're gonna have a thriller where it's about a, a man oh, oh, who yeah. kills women specifically, <clears throat> almost always there's gonna yeah. be someone down to their underwear, uh-huh. getting chased with a knife. Or yeah, 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 tied up and then being gun like their, their hands shit. all over yeah. their body and shit like that. And you're like, you didn't have to do that. <clears throat> Anyway, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not your fault. I don't know why that happens. 
I just like that you're watching me and I just and it's you always the word but you're like ah! <laughs> it's so plosive you hit those bees so hard baby yeah, yeah. baby well, that's all I have to say about it I've said that 15 that's times that's good for me I gotta pee again so yeah right on alright thanks for tuning in thanks uh, catch us on this podcast no that's <laughs> what catch us catch us elsewhere catch too. you when we catch you <laughs> unless uh, you catch us first <laughs>